0: Welcome to another episode of Dio Talk. I'm Dio. Let's talk. Uh, my guest today is a multi-talented person. Uh, he's a writer. He's a journalist. He's a nutritionist, certified nutritionist. And he does magic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, give a warm welcome to Isaiah McCall. How are you?
1: Thanks for having me, Dio.
0: My pleasure. My pleasure, man. I'm happy you're here. What's going bye, bye. on? What's, what have you been up to?
1: Uh, everything's been good, man. Just trying to, you know, push myself to be one percent better every single day. You know, I, that's my goals. So when I go to bed at night, I want to think like do I do. at least my one percent better today than I was yesterday.
0: That's what's up, man. It's motivation. That's hard work. So I've been doing some research on you. Um, you got a lot of things going, man. You you wrote a book not too long ago, right? Uh, yep. you, you got certified uh, uh, be nutritionist, right? Mm-hmm. How how was that journey? like
1: uh it's funny because i did the whole nutrition thing just like off uh just off a whim i was like you know i want to make my i made my book about the psychological benefits of working out because i always felt like people just thought all right, i want to look good i want to look sexy but it's like you know i feel like it comes a lot in the head too so it's like i and you, you'd see people they change their whole mindset when they got into good shape so i was like all right let me do like a mindset thing how people talk about it and along the way i was like you know what i guess to make myself. Uh, like learn more. I'll, I'll just like start learning about nutrition too. So I got I got uh, certified as a nutritionist, and now I don't even use it for anything, which is funny. I just have the certificate, <laughs> of, like put it in my closet. Yeah, I haven't used it. Since.
0: But you can though, right? Like you just gotta, you will have to like just work towards that.
1: Yeah, I definitely could. I just signed up for a new gym, so it's funny they're always like trying to set me up, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to brag, you know. I got a new <laughs> nutritionist for this. kid never used it before, but but it's funny. how was
0: how was that transition writing the book
1: i was like, how was, long did it take you took me probably like three four months i mean for three four months wow all I did, really yeah maybe yeah three months i'd stay all i did was i'd make a, like two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches i'd go up to my room after like running and working out and i would just sit in my room and i would just eat those pb and j's and just write like the whole time yeah, so it was, I didn't realize at the time, but it was just like, I was in like just a zone of just like running, working out, and riding, and that was it. And it was honestly the best time of my life. I mean, yeah. I'm, only, I'm only four years old, but. 24? It, yeah, I yeah, 24. Yeah. Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. So you're 24, and yeah. you, you've had all these accomplishments that are like, uh, um, I have a good friend, Eli uh, Elmon Woods, he just his, uh, published his book and he's like, I think almost 40, right? So you're only 24 and yet you have smashed all these goals.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it, you, it's like a, it's like a wall too, you know, cause you do something. And when I was doing all this, I realized afterwards and people would say it too. They're like, dude, when you, when you run these long distances, you know, how do you do more after mm. that? And it is kind of tough. And it's like, damn, it's like, I do it. And then you get into a zone and then, when you, when you cut back, you're like, um, you know, now like the, the mental like barricade in your head, you're like, you're like, fuck, now I got to run more miles and more miles. And, and like, you know, it's like, now I'm like looking like, oh, how do I release a book that's better than the last book? So I think it's always pushing yourself, you know, wherever you're at. Cause like two years ago I was basically broke, like didn't, didn't really work out much and like did like it was complete opposite of everything. So I think, you know, it's really just comparing yourself to me were yesterday.
0: That's what's up, man. What's um, you? Because I, I first met you at uh, a jitsu at Pro Cell. Shout out to the professor, Pro Cell. Um, that place. Yeah, me too, man. I love it. Um, I saw you right, and um, you had this like David Goggin type of vibe, <laughs> and I'm like, I should like, damn, like he reminds me of somebody, and I'm like, who does it remind me of? And, and like, it clicked, David Goggin. And I, and I think I've asked you, I said, you're on some David Goggle shit. I said something like that. And you're like, yeah, man, that's my idol. Like, yeah, how, how much influence does David have on you?
1: Uh, like, so hashtag soul taker. Yeah, I like <laughs> when you say that because I'm like, that is the coolest thing that you could ever say is taking somebody's soul. Yes. That is awesome. It's like, even to think about it and just like, a, like, feel thing about oh, it just means a person. To me, like I when I was doing uh, training for long runs, I would do hill runs all the time, and I would think like you're taking the soul of this hill right now. You know, like you look yes, at the hill. Yes, yes.
2: Like,
1: I'm gonna beat this hill. Like, I'm not gonna let it be the other way around. So it was that that guy. He was there's only like there's probably like a few people I can say it about like that I, that I haven't met that I've only listened to and whatnot. But he is like 100% changed my entire life. Like listening to that guy and, and hearing him, and it's because my dad was in the army and he was playing mm. a podcast one day. And uh, it was with David it's like, maybe a year ago. And I was like, oh, who's this guy? Like, cursing, blah, blah, blah. And I started listening to my own. I was like, wow, this guy's is so yes.
0: awesome. <laughs> I, I, I purchased uh, the audio version of uh, You Can't Hurt Me. Mm. And so far, I, have, I haven't, I'm like, like I, I want to say two or three hours uh, until I finish the whole book. But I keep like, I, I would have finished a long time ago, but I keep just rewinding back. Rewinding back, right? Because it's so interesting and so good. like I love the, the, the like the the podcast version of it, so they'll give you a chapter, and then they'll break it down in a podcast, so it's, it's him and the writer, and you could get a little bit more in depth of what he's trying to uh, uh, give you in the story, man, and it's so it's so motivating, it's so inspiring, bro, like to hear him like have broken feet and trying to be a, 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 a Navy <laughs> SEAL and, and hear the shit he had to do to accomplish his smash that goes like a regular person wouldn't, you know, wouldn't do that.
1: Mm, right. Yeah. And
0: then a a regular person will sit there and analyze, and you're crazy. But it's like, when you're, you when you have a goal in mind, you know, you're willing to do anything that's possible to get to that goal.
2: Mm. And that's yeah. what I
0: felt when I when I when the first time I saw your um, uh, I'm I'm sorry I botched the name I'm running running to something with the, with Morgan Freeman. Oh
1: yeah 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 yeah. What's
0: what's the name of it?
1: I for that was just a YouTube video for the book. It was uh, I forget what it was called. Though. Running thirty miles with mm-hmm. like Morgan. And something like that, and I just I got like this Morgan Freeman impersonator to like overdub the just uh, the, the, the video. He was doing motivational speech, and I was like, it was just I just I like that. That's kind of what I wanted to do with my book to make it funny, make it mm-hmm. motivational. You can't just go one route on one.
0: Thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I saw it for the first time, I just like it. Reminded me of David and and the book and whatnot. So I was like, I was like, that's fucking dope. That's that's highly motivating.
1: Yeah, no, David definitely taught me that his actions, it's like, it's so simple, but it's like, it's, especially in this world where you have people talk all the time, mm-hmm. and what they believe in and what they want to say, and you go to like dinner with friends, and they'll talk about stuff, they don't even know what they're, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, this is about this, and they haven't even done it yet, it's like, mm-hmm. you realize that there comes a point where it's like, you separate people from people who've done things, and people who just talk all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, like, I... I see him a little myself and David in a sense, not as extreme as him, but I, I, I understand in where, uh, what you're saying people like to opinion and talk about things, but yet yep. they don't pull the trigger and do it. You know, mm-hmm. like, I think that's, that's something that's, uh, 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 characteristics that, you know, we all should have in ourselves yeah. to, to be able to better ourselves and, and, and just, you know, progress forward.
1: Yeah, I think especially from uh, like guys, I know so many. I don't, I don't know how girls are doing. I have two sisters, but mm-hmm. I, like a lot of my friends that I graduated college with, it's like guys they get so trapped in the world because they just don't know what to do anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for three, you got to be like David Goggins, got to be a beast, you know. You mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. not a beast, you're just gonna get you're gonna get so weak, you're gonna get fat, you're gonna get stupid. Yeah, and like I like that Goggins calls it like it is. It's like those words hurt, but. Man, I have you'll see some crazy stuff from people like you know when they actually do make that mind switch and they and you see them transform. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely like. I like what he does. You know, he runs. He he's not like a, one of these power lifters that just pick shit up and put them down. You no, know, yeah. it's it's more. <laughs> it's more. You know, it's more uh, than that, and that's why I think I, I, I've become a big fan of that. You know, it's because sometimes it's you know you you run you go on this long mile runs. You go on uh, on these heavy workouts, but it's you know you're able to control your mind and push yourself. You know a lot of these people just uh, are at least you know and no, no offense to them, uh, but they just lift shit up and put them down and try to get this you know this massive huge of mass and you know can't fit in a fucking door or something like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, uh,
0: you know I like when I do stuff like that. You know like when I go jujitsu or when uh, I run uh or work out in a sense that that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to challenge myself i'm trying to uh control myself i'm trying to reach forward you know yeah. and, and gain some you know mental balance and yeah. that's what it does for me
1: no i mean when i think about what you're just saying is i see so many people at the gym they just stay on the machines they don't i know a friend that won't he will squat or they won't do like any functional move. they're all
0: day but... in the in the in the bench pressing all damn day Mm-hmm. They, they, only built, they only build up this, the chest.
1: <laughs> no <laughs> legs, no nothing. And you're just like, you gotta do so. The squat, I swear to god, the squat rack, that you come at a different man every time you use the squat rack. Like you're yeah it separates the, the men from the boys for sure. And it's like you can't just sit on the ab machine and expect to get a six pack, you know? Yes. Like, it's hard stuff and it's not easy. I mean, it's, it's, I believe in this one thing. It's like the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. because you just got to know who you could be. And that's the most afraid thing for me personally. It's like, I used to think like, damn, like, you know, doing this running thing is scary, but like, I'm more scared of that. I won't like achieve the goal basically. Yes. Like, you can clarify the shit out of me.
0: That, uh, yo, I, I cannot agree more. That's what sometimes keeps me up at night. Mm. Like I, I have night terrors. And and it's like I get up sweaty. I can't sleep. I get anxiety. is because my mind is like going f- like fast forward into things I really want and goals I want to achieve. And I get the anxiety because what if I don't have enough time? What if I'm not putting uh, the enough work in uh, and giving that enough focus or dedication to what I'm trying to do? You know, so I that keeps me. That gives me night terrors. Mm-hmm. Honestly
1: yeah no it's it's a crazy world it's fast paced man that's mm-hmm. why I feel for people that can't figure it out all the time it's like i do i do hope wish everybody had more of a path, but mm-hmm. it really just not one per, like i said, i really do that's like the the core of everything I believe in just the one percent just do yeah. one just do a tiny bit better if people could do that it's like there you go
0: yeah i i like it's it's you know but it's it's society you know people people are weird right. People are mm. super weird. Like we have all these same similarities and connections and problems. We all have them. So we're all able to, to understand one another, but yet we choose not to, and become uh, something that's supposed to be so connected is really so disconnected
2: mm.
0: in a sense. And, and we're all, so we, instead of uniting, we all you know, go our separate ways or unfocused in a sense,
1: Yeah, I think uh, one thing I like to think about, too, is paying attention to what you know that kind of gives you, you know, some kind of meaning in a way. I think a lot of times, like, distraction on the phone, distraction on this. And it's a lot of superfluous, like, bullshit that, like, is in front of everybody's lives all the time. And you pay attention. It's really simple stuff a lot of times Like they'll give you. Like, for me, it's like all I like doing really now is, like, reading, writing, and working out. And, you know, that's really (laughs) it. And, like, sure, it's, like, more like jujitsu is like on top of that, but like that stems from working out or like. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Else. That's just an know. That's just a, another form of, of uh, working out. So it falls under that category.
1: It's always basic primal stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that's really it. I mean, you don't have to make everything so com- more complicated. I mean, people think like politics and shit is going to bring them like, Oh, you know, this is what I need. And it's so weird that it's just like, it's really this small, yeah. and like uh, like very, just like, um,
0: Like tight connection. It's like a very primal connection. Yeah, man. Politics. Listen, man. Politics, (laughs) the origins of politics is being popular. You want to be liked. Mm. You know, you'll say anything or do anything to to be liked, right? So it goes like when when they're going on these campaigns, they're getting making programs to make them like you. You yeah. know, and and maybe like I in my me personally, my experience, I've been I'm not a very popular person. Like I it's difficult for me to connect with people. Mm. Like, you know, some days I, I'm able to be sociable and say what's up. And, and that's me pushing myself, you know, mm. but then you know, I'm also a person that will sit in a corner and al- analyze the room. And see this mm. and this and this and you know i'll shut myself down because it's like i feel sometimes i, I have to compromise mm. and the shit is i like being who i am i don't yeah. i don't want to be popular i don't want to be I, I i don't care if somebody likes me mm-hmm. that's that's not what motivates me <laughs> to get up in the morning you know what i'm saying but yeah yet, you know i i've come to terms as i've gotten older and, you know, I became a father and, you know, you it's important to have these these social gathering and being social and be able to have a uh, uh, speak to one another and have this dialogue and where that, you know, you never know, you know, who, you know, to get you further. Yeah. And and sure. that think, And I, I think like for me, like I, I'm trying to overcome that slowly. Right. Because. I don't want to be your friend because I want something from you. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I want to be your friend because I think you're a fucking badass motherfucker. (laughs) I think think what you're doing every fucking day is fucking (laughs) awesome. Mm. You know, and I think if we become friends, we can learn from one another.
2: Yeah. no, that's,
0: that's the type of person I am. But then majority of society, right. In my opinion, because I'm open to being wrong. Right. And society is like, you know, you fake it till you make it and you make people like you because yeah. you want, you know, uh, something in return.
1: Yeah, man, there's a lot to there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I was, Stepping yeah. back from uh, leaving the politician thing, I think about uh, this rapper Tyler Creator says like the loudest person in the room is lonely. And it's I, I think I think it's true. It's just like these people are just trying to. I really do have respect for quiet people. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of one myself mm-hmm. I remember. and being out usually like at parties when I was younger, I would be like extroverted, but it really is because I was just so anxious about like talking to people. And I wasn't yeah. like being quiet. Cause I thought they, I thought I had to project something onto them. And it wasn't until like, I started to find that balance between the two where I started to feel like more comfortable as myself, but it's it is just a lot of distraction a lot of for people especially like now you know in the days of like instagram and having to be like this certain type of oh, person like, yeah
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> or having to be you know like uh i even think like you know it's great to have like dreams and aspirations to be like a youtuber but you gotta put work in you gotta do stuff and it's like it's it's so much yeah it's, it's a lot of just very easy you know like what's the easiest path to success for a lot of people now and a lot of people, they take. I feel like the wrong. I think at your in, your influences play a big deal. That's why I love people like David Goggins. It's like if you're getting influence from like these TikTokers all the time, and you think you got to be loud and obnoxious, and like hey, you're not gonna you're not gonna like strengthen your character.
0: No, definitely because you're. Uh, it's it's like you're you're selling yourself short. Like example, like I've you know I'm able to you know this podcast. Yeah, I'm able to monetize it, right? like everybody else, but then, you know, I've been approached for some like advertisement, some, you know, to be able to monetize it, but with the product they're giving me, you know, I can't allow it. It's not what I believe in. So yeah, I guess it goes back to my values, you know, not cutting myself short or selling myself short. Right. So people happen to send to me with some shit to put on to make quick money. I was like, no. Yeah. Cause I don't believe in it, and a lot of, of these these uh, influencers, right?
2: Yeah,
0: uh, that's what they do. That's what oh, they yeah. push forward. You know. Um, I remember. You know, I'm I'm a little like way older. You know, like I'm gonna be thirty two now in August, right? Awesome. I grew up in in Puerto Rico and in, in, in a place I call home, and it was no hope, right?
2: Mm.
0: No hope. And back then, you know, it was only actors that were famous uh, or people that did music. That's really is. Uh, or like local news popular. Now you have so you have a fucking traffic and where there's an IG famous, YouTube famous, Facebook famous, yeah. uh, movie famous, um, what else? So many, so many fames and shit. This it's become this large uh, traffic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It kind of, kind of um, yet again, gives, you're not focused. That lens you have as eyes is blurry. It's mm-hmm. not showing you what's real, you know? So like you'll go on YouTube and you, you constantly see these ads. You want to make a, a hundred thousand a year. <laughs> you want to, you want to, yeah. you want to, you, you want a Lambo. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're they're teaching you quick money. Right, quick money, make quick money. But uh, what people don't understand, that's their hustle. That's not yeah. yours. So oh, they yeah. t- they're, they're telling you all this shit. So they're making the money, not you. Because in reality, every everything you do takes time and dedication.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: and that's like my brand, Dream Inspire. Saying that's that's all I want to do. Right now, it's not going to make me not money. It's it's the long run that's that's I'm banking on. Right.
1: Mm. Yeah. No, it's hard to find people to trust coming back to you, what you were saying, even with the advertisement. It's like, because you, I know so many YouTubers, especially, I guess, I don't know if they're Insta- yeah, Instagram influence or whatnot. They're mm. always just, like copying someone or ripping something off or like you don't, or they're plugging something that's completely against, or it's like completely 100% clickbait without any kind of uh substance. And you can't, uh, I, it's hard. And that's why I think it's really about strengthening. And it isn't caring, like coming back to you, again, it isn't caring about all this heavy superfluous shit like politics or whatever mm-hmm. it's strengthening you know finding the best friends having friends that i think i don't someone said this I think it was a rapper but he said like having friends that you truly feel you can brag about you know like having friends like having friends that you're like damn that guy pushes me like i've i've i to be able to say that as a person as a human being and mm-hmm. that's amazing yeah I didn't know you were
0: Puerto Rican. I'm half Puerto Rican too. Oh yeah, Borrego, oh.
1: I speak those Spanish oh, shit. <laughs> I'm half black, half Puerto Rican. My mom speaks uh, fluent Spanish. Then you, then you
0: full Puerto Rican because Puerto Ricans we black. Oh, that's yeah, what, that, there you that's go. what. Like, that's what a lot of people don't you know don't get. We we the same race. We the same kind. There you that's go. what's yeah. up, my brother. There you go. And
1: I was just there like a couple of years ago. I was I was thinking about moving there in the future too. Yeah. Taxes, uh, low property, you know, it
0: doesn't cost that much to live there. Yeah, can- right now the, the island is, is suffering. Uh, yeah. It's still suffering a large deficit. I, ju- I just finished doing a podcast, which I, I think it's out this week with uh, Leslie Perez. She's a talented, 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 talented Puerto Rican uh, artist. Mm. Uh, and we were, we were talking about just a little bit like the where they are the people, and just the islands in general, man. Like... I, I went like after 10 years, I went when I met when I turned 30. It took me 10 years and my wife dragging me to go back.
1: <laughs>
0: right. Because, you know, I, I, I said in, in her podcast, I said here again, like I felt like I needed to if I'm going to return here, I need to become somebody or someone. I need to have fucking mad money. And, mm. you know, you know, I realized being there like I was so stupid. Cause I, you know, I am somebody, I became somebody. I'm a, I'm a dad, I'm a father. And, you know, just being there with my son, somewhere I grew up where, you know, all I had was basically, you know, my fist because everything was, I had to fight for it to gain respect. It's, it's, I guess that's why sometimes it's difficult for me to, to interact with uh, a regular person from over here. Right. And I was there with my son. And uh, and my the woman I called mother who raised me, my grandmother, uh was just holding my my son. And I wish I would un- be able to understand that moment so, so long ago that would have been back fucking years ago.
2: You
0: mm-hmm. know? Yeah. But it, it's it's one of those things you have to live and learn and, and and get to a point in your life so you're able to digest that information
1: and grow. Mm, that's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. That sounds
0: like a lot happened from going there. Yeah, man. Uh yeah. Um like it's it's a lot, man. Like I grew like I grew up in a big house, right? But yeah, we were poor. And you know, what people struggle with nowadays, like living here, it's like it's it's difficult for me. You know, I'm able to survive with no light and water. I sleep mm-hmm. like a baby shit people here lose their phone (laughs) and that's it for them that's it that's that's you know that's it Mm -hmm. for them and you know i it's to 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 be able to uh continue to live a lifestyle and this type time frame has made it difficult for me because i had to become accustomed now you know i have to uh like i'm a very raw person you know uh, I, I'm very truthful. I'll tell you how it is, right? And um, it's it's hard because now you got to watch over everybody's fucking feelings. Mm. And, I, and I say this all the time. is like you should never ignore your feelings, but you should never let it consume you because little do you know your feelings is what's stopping you from being that great person, from getting up in the morning, doing something, going at it, right? So, yeah. But yet again, the government here, that's what they promotes. They'll do anything and everything to fucking give you a pill, another pill, go pop it, go get yourself numb in front of the TV, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's it's so clear as water, but yeah, it's you, you if you don't see it, it's because you don't want to.
1: Yeah. Now, there's this great book that uh, I read called Brave New World, and it's the same people think, you know, at the government all these people they would do stuff to like it would be like by pain it'd be by force they'd make everybody like you know like listen to them but it really is through pleasure man and mm-hmm. that's the hardest thing to do now is like to deal with all the pleasure deal with like the fact that i could just door dash like tons of dessert i could like get all the drugs i want i could look at all the pornography and it's just like it's so much pleasure around here and i it really is that's the first time in human history like we're not you got to deal with like all this stuff and all this overabundance of, of things. And, and that's why I think it's like, everybody's become so soft and it's become now it's, you know, the feeling stuff. And, and you do feel like kind of like sad It is so much you got to mm-hmm. deal with and McDonald's right around the corner from me mm-hmm. that you get like as many cheeseburgers for a dollar as you want, you know? So I, and I do, I do feel that like even tying it back to what you were saying about Puerto Rico, it's like, it's really strengthening your family ties, strengthening where you came from. Strengthening that foundation, you know, it makes it a lot easier to go. But this world does not does not have the the materialistic world does not have the answers for you.
0: Definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, I'm 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 in high. I I'm like I'm a high believer that like if you come from any any country, right, and you you move here and you have kids and they become Americanized, and those kids become Americanized, and their kids become Americanized, like i feel like it so it slowly kills your 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 heritage your culture
2: mm, yeah
0: right so like you you'll you 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 know you uh you approach somebody that's let's say example uh japanese and you know you you'll
2: um you um hold on so um you'll take
0: uh like a... Like a like a Japanese kid, right? That looks like he's from Japan, and you go to approach him and and speak Japanese, and he he'll speak to you perfect English,
2: mm.
0: right? Because you know, yeah. like as the year progresses, like you know, there's no you know if you try to create your own like culture around your surroundings you know, they'll quickly try to criticize you or, or, or do some fucked up shit, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, what do you think about, about like the American dreams? I know it's kind of like to make one united kind of a culture. And I think even a lot of times I was speaking to a, uh, a Mexican girl this week and I was telling her like, you know, I'm I come from Puerto Rico. All right, like My family's from Puerto Rico, but I don't speak any Spanish. And I could tell she was even kind of like disappointed in that. So I could tell, I think my mom kind of came from the, the, the stand, the basis of, you know, make them more American. So I don't know what you think about that.
0: Well, it's it's difficult, you know, because like the the United is in the name of United States, mm-hmm. so it should be like it doesn't matter where you come from. You come here, you stand united. So I meaning, if you're all united, you're gonna you're gonna see people for all different culture. Mm. You know, the problem is the people from here, you know, it's, it's, you know, as fucked up as it sounds. It's, it's understandable because we, as people, it's sometimes it's difficult to accept change. We don't like change. Mm. Right. And sometimes change, it's scary. And for majority of us as people, we're scared of change. So, you know, if. Especially if something's changing and I don't know about it, right? Mm. I'm going to get skeptical. I'm, I'm going to get the defensive. Yeah. So that that's when it becomes very chaotic.
1: Mm. Got it. I but, think that is a lot of what we see today, too, is mm-hmm. too much change at like an unprecedented kind of rate and like accepting a ton of different things. And a lot of people don't have time to adjust. A lot of people don't have that structure. Uh, laid out
0: for them yet yeah but that's that's once again that's america's fault you know like america runs on a fast paced mm. you know that's why so many there's so like in my opinion right it's like so many so much obesity because you're here you're working in new york everything's 24 hours right you know you, you sometimes you got to stay stuck working 16 hour shift then to come home you got to quit you haven't ate all day you got to eat something quick what's quick and affordable
2: yeah
0: <laughs> that's true, right
2: so yeah, you, yeah. You'll,
0: you'll go to sleep go home get 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 home get dressed go straight to sleep you have like six hours to get up and do it all over again mm. you know that's yeah. why like, if, if you go to puerto rico like the days are longer if you go to florida the days are longer if you go any places that very like southern sometimes the day is longer Mm. You know, and you're able to to enjoy more out of a day rather than, you know, a place like New York that is 24, 24,
1: 24. Yeah. You know, uh, it, you, you go yeah. to New York and people don't even care. I've seen people bleeding out on the streets in New York before. I've seen people like and people walking right by them. Nobody cares. I mean, you'll see it, it's just so you're so jaded. And I don't think that's a good way to, you know, dur- like that's the direction that we're pushing in, I, I would say. But yeah, I, I don't think it is a good thing.
0: You know, but New York is like they have every, New York. Everything is big. So they have everything in your face. So you're, you're, yeah. you're mesmerized by, by all the lights and all the screens that you really don't know what's going on around you. Somebody could be fucking literally getting mugged right next to you, but you're like, you have all the shit in your face that you, you just don't, you know, see what's going on.
1: Yeah. And I remember this thing I heard, I think it was a uh, Socrates. He said the, the, your appetite for pleasure. It's like bottomless. It's like, you're just going to keep, if you keep chasing that route, you're never going to, like, you're never going to find the answer at the bottom of like, like a bucket of fried chicken or something or like a bar or whatever. It's like, you just keep, it's going to be more pleasure, more pleasure, more sex, more pornography, more eating, more of this. And there's never any answer. And like, when you look at that conversely to like uh, like seeking out and so if, I like that David Gunn like says the way it is like pain mm-hmm. and suffering. Because it really is self-induced suffering, which is like kind of the most fucked up thing for people to think about. Because usually back in the day, it's like hundreds of years ago, it'd be like, oh, we're just going to have to like fight to get our food and whatnot. But now it's like you do have to self-induce it, which I think is messed up, but it's the way it is. You got to like, you got to like create that primal instinct in you again.
0: Yeah, definitely. Everybody's so soft. Yeah. You know, uh, like, like, like uh, look at the army. It's a lot of, in the army, there's a lot of like, like people that they're in, in in Afghanistan but they're like in computers and shit. Back day mm-hmm. the army wasn't like that. Was, everything was physical. It was just like either get your shit together, shoulder, or you're gonna die. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. The army got, you know, good. when I was in the army for the little bit that I was in it, it was way different than most people expect it to be. Mm. It is a lot. Of, nobody was in good shape. Yeah. <laughs> it's talking about the army. Like, we're not talking about the Air Force, where, like, the Air Force is, like, it's sort the standard is, like, you're supposed to not be really in good shape, to be honest. Like, yeah. the army, it's, like, it, when the army's not in good, I think special forces, they're scared they're they're not going to have anybody, like, in a few years' time. Yeah. Yeah. They get everybody from texas and that's it like they can take people from like the back country but in the cities it's like there's no
0: no it's definitely it's it's the way of living now that's yeah. why every 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 time you know any country so- speaks about Amer- america they try to they like to bash on us <laughs> we're going yeah. soft and
2: shit <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're not wrong though. I saw, I, I couldn't believe it. I think it was uh 50% of black women are obese now. And I was just like, this is crazy. I was like one in two. I was like, I was like, I just couldn't believe that. I didn't, I think it all stems too from sometimes you got like toxic for at least black people. I've always been saying this is like, uh especially with our kind of our food choices it's just like it always it was we eating a lot of slave food to be honest it was always like people would, i know people would say stuff like oh you know fried chicken's part of the culture my grandma would say stuff or like cook the collard greens with like the 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 pork or whatnot and it's just like it, it would there's like part i guess even going back to what you're saying about culture before there's things to pick and choose out of it right yeah
2: I guess, yeah. That you
1: know that's make it sustainable how
0: did you get into journalism
1: Uh, Oh, that's a good question. Um, Let's see. I went to, uh, I went to a college, Rampo College up in North Jersey. And when I went there, I went with like the idea of like, my parents like, you got to go to college, you know, there's nothing. And I also just didn't know what to do after that. I was like, I graduated high school. What are you going to do? So I went there and I was undeclared for two years. I went to, I transferred to Kane University for a year because I still didn't know what I wanted to do. I wanted to like try teaching or something like that. My parents are both teachers. I was thinking like phys ed and I was like, I'll do phys ed, you know, at least I can like move with my body. So, but after a while I I'd, uh, joined up this, uh, I saw the journalism club was there like one day, like uh, like junior, senior year. And I was just like, Oh, you know, okay. I guess these, these like kind of seem like some cool guys. Like, they seem like a bunch of nerds. I always feel like I had like an affinity of nerds. I grew up like playing <laughs> video games and stuff. So I like, oh, was like, okay. let's do this. Let's try it out. And uh, after that, I just, I kind of just always feel like I liked expressing my voice. I always feel like I could do it in like a uh, kind of like uh I don't know, like outsider kind of way. Like I was just like, I know some people would always be super structured with their essays. They'd be like, you know, beginning, middle and end. Mm -hmm. And it always be like, I would just write the same way that I talked. So I would just like, it would always be so janky and and weird, but I would always like just have fun with it. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm just going to keep doing that. And I would get in so much trouble at journalism school. They'd be like, you got to do it this way, blah, blah. But eventually I found a way to like, you know, marry the two. And I was like, you know what? Okay, this is cool. So I started working as a journalist, right? Of college and I realized I hated that and then started my own my own publication my own blog with one of my friends
0: that's what's up i i that i i wanted to become a journalist uh but just uh, you know time you know when once you become a parent it it's it's different priorities and, and providers the most and important they, part, you know.
1: They could, the, the industry could use more people like you, man. Because I mean, you are a journalist in your own way, like doing this. Like this is all the future of journalism, right?
0: Yeah, now, because you know? I can't write for shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I'm telling you, this is the future of journalism right here. Is people just indie people just doing their own thing and spreading yeah, like man. messages? Because journalism's just a loss. Like you look at, you can just look. Yes, any yes. It's corporate media, and you're like, oh, you know, and everybody,
0: these, everybody just Google shits. That's it.
1: Uh, everybody gets the news from YouTube. They get it from Twitter. They get it from mm-hmm. Reddit. Whatever, like all these other different places. And nobody's going like when my parents were watching the news back during the pandemic, and they were watching like NBC, CBS. I was like, you're just watching propaganda. You
0: know. Yes, yes. yes. I, I I started when I first started. I started at, uh, as a blogger, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I have my website dreaminspiredtoday.com and. You know, I just wanted to write articles, you know, motivational, but also things that matter, you know, but keep it in a positive light. And I realized I don't have the time to sit down and fucking write. I just don't, Yeah. you know, and I don't have the time. You know, I that's why I'm a big user of audiobooks. I don't have the time, especially when I have a toddler running around to sit down and read a book. I don't I, you know, I don't have time for that. So, you know, I. I use the next best thing to you know get where I want to go, and then you know it wasn't working out. So I said, "Fuck it." Uh -uh. I opened up like uh, I made it into like a a clothing shop. I got a couple of teas there that I sell, and I I just added on you know the podcast. So if anybody's listening, you just go to my website and you can download for free, and that's it. And this is what I've been doing the 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 podcast. I it's something I've always wanted to do. And it's just, you know, I wanted to be, I wanted it to be so fucking perfect. You know, yeah. high production, but like, I'm fucking broke. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things that like, I'm, I'm, this is not me. I contemplate too much. I'm thinking, that's not me. I'm, I, I got to do. And, you know, fucking January came, 2021, and the uh, free version of fucking Doom, affordable mic. Mm. mic stand a, a green screen that i had for the longest so yeah, i do yeah. it yeah yeah I, I just started doing it say so fuck it just do it you know sometimes my words are going to slur sometimes I, i'm going to say shit you won't understand <laughs> but i can't you know i can't continue to seek something to seek this perfection i've never reached mm. so if you look from my my my, my first episode to this episode you know now episode, the change. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's something I want to document. I wanted to, I, I wanted to uh, leave a vivid, vivid imprint that when it comes to progress, you start from nothing and you slowly create something. Yes. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, I, I totally get when it comes to your, I understand where you come from, your journalism part.
1: Man, you could have fooled me though. I thought you were doing this for years, honestly, the podcasting thing. That's no. What man. I, was <laughs> <in my laughs> I was like, oh, he's got the green screen. I was like, this and I was like, oh wow, this is real professional. No, nah,
0: like, hey. bro. Man, listen, this I'm gonna tell you a story, right?
1: <laughs> oh, dear.
0: I used to I used to have a friend that, you know, just life and life just separated us right and, and sometimes you all grow people and that's good it's nothing bad to him and nothing to me you know i wish him well but i used to you know i started this company which if you go on on youtube and, and look for uh i used to be really into uh batman i'm still a batman fan right so i, I used you. yeah so i did this this fan film that's called um batman cacophony based on uh, kevin smith comic book and I'm always telling him, yo, let's do this shit. Let's do this shit. Let's do this shit. Fuck it, let's do this And And one day, uh, I, was a, I was a security manager. And uh, that day, I got laid
2: off. Mm-hmm.
0: And I go home because I was renting the bottom part. And actually, he picked me up. And he looked at me. Fuck these people. I'm gonna take your advice. We've been telling me all this time. You told me, and just do the fan film, and we did it. I put my heart and your soul into that shit. You know, I fucking I think I, I played three characters. I fucking uh, invested mad money on, on designs, on catering. Although I was fucking unemployed and broke, yeah. to, to to accomplish this, I helped with the editing. I helped with the audio engineering. I helped direct. I, I helped designing, and. Um to uh, and nothing happened. Mm. I I was so naive and 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 not able to own what I my creation. So he stood with it and he did whatever he did. And you know, I just I went on my own way. So I, I had the goal of, you know, starting my own like production company, not knowing what the fuck to do, but just having a vision and I'm gonna get this shit done. Mm. So you know, I started buying you know like Zoom microphones and and lighting equipment to just start off small and see what I can do. But then you know, life happens. You know, you, you yeah. get married, you have a child, and and you know, those are things that don't stop you. But yet, priority comes in, and you know what. Being a father, being a husband, my priority is to be a provider. Mm. As much as much as I love this dream and my passion, yeah, I know nothing about, but I just want to do. I felt in me that being a provider is more important than all these dreams. Mm. So as I, I got older, and, you know, I'm a person that sits down and literally you see me spacing out. But I'm I'm deep thinking I'm analyzing this line and this line and, and like you know and and I started you know branching out to self development and all this shit and and uh, Joe Rogan was really uh, uh, him and a bunch of podcasts opened my mind to new and better ventures and yeah. you know but yeah once again you know I want to do this and I'm, it's taking too long so I said you know 2020 pandemic I said fuck it I started recording. So I had all this years in playing already.
1: Yeah. If the pandemic didn't tell people like you can do whatever you want to do, it's like, I don't know what else do they need, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean,
2: to
1: do what you did with the film earlier, like to me, like I always feel like, you know, life isn't like, you know, it's so fast paced. It's like a rat race. It's like how you pause and let mm-hmm. things happen. And,
0: and you it- need that, man. You need that. You need that. Oh, you, yeah. have, you need that desperately.
1: Oh, 100%. You need to take some and just shake it up and shake up life and be like, hey, you can do anything like you want. But if the pandemic didn't remind people about that, I don't know what will. I know people will say in 10 years from now, they'll say, damn, like that should happen, but I didn't do anything about it. Like, you know, the whole world got stopped. I could have said, hey, I'm just going to do something else, but still didn't do anything about it. I mean, that got to be the dim, like the most like goddamn sad thing I've ever heard in my life, you know? Yeah, you man. Know, I pursue anything
0: and I just, you know, I had, uh, I used to work this corporate job, you know, suit and tie. I ran uh, properties in four different shapes. I was, you know, that, that, that job everybody wants, you know? Yep. <laughs> and, and, you know, we we were able to part ways, uh, ways, you know, the money that I was given, you know, I invested it in what I'm trying to do and I'm just going hard, man. And my goal is to not work for nobody.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to work for nobody. I'm tired of it.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: tired. Of, you know, I, I, I you know, and, and maybe it's me, right? Maybe I need to go to, to see a fucking shrink,
2: <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, but I, a
0: I, you know, I've been through so fucking much. Like, I know I'm a boss. I know I'm a king, mm-hmm. you know, and I just, I don't want to anymore, man. I just, I want to be able to sit down like I'm sitting down here with you and have this organic, amazing, deep conversation
2: mm-hmm.
0: and think about life, you know, and not be wrong on point of views, but just have understanding that you'll be able to stand mine and I'll be able to stand you yeah. because, you, you know, you got to be honest with yourself. We live in a world that everything's fucking texting, texting, mm-hmm. texting, and now they're forcing you to video chat. And 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 a lot of people now would like to video chat while they're driving.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's it dangerous, you know. It, the more simpler they get it, the more really dangerous it gets.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. After a while, it'll just be like a hologram in your car, or it'll be like some uh, who knows. Then you just like just look at someone's head, and you just telepathically <laughs> send that to their. Yeah, head.
0: yeah. And nobody should know your thoughts.
1: No, it's no. going in directions that who knows where it will go, and it's it is. At least the thing is it always comes down to yeah, having that like don't take the, the books and the history and the people that are that you know are influential and smarter than you, like the Joe Rogans and the other mm. people like that foundation, you can't take them for granted, no matter how crazy the world gets.
0: And then they just they're just doing there's no strategy. Mm. They're just doing simple things. Oh yeah. Like like like, like let's go back to David Goggins. Like Yeah, stop being fucking lazy, get up and do something with your life.
1: That's it, that's one
0: <laughs> that's one <laughs> that's one
1: right that's a big one too that's a big one. I'm
0: not asking you I'm not asking you to fucking paint me a a, a painting or, or something like that. I'm asking you just get up for yourself and get healthy for yourself,
1: mhm, especially for your family too. I mean yes. I know says treat yourself while like you're taking care of somebody else, you know because mm-hmm. people just don't realize how important you are like you are to your family, you know. He'll just think, oh, whatever. It's just me. You know, it is kind of hard. It is weird. It's so weird that we look at ourselves so much differently than we look at other people. If I saw my best friend, like port, like, you know, like treat himself like shit. I'd be like, dude, come on, get it together. What do you yeah. know? Me. I just let it, you know, i let it slide every now and then. I know yeah. it's like, you're playing like tricks on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like
2: mm-hmm.
1: this constant internal battle that everybody's going through. And the fact that everyone goes out and just you know, And nobody's, like, able to relate that, you know, to people to Mm -hmm. say, like, like, I know what you're going through. You know, it's like it's 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 fucking crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's that's the crazy thing that we all go through the same thing and we all know that. But yet to be. But yeah, it's so difficult to be kind.
2: Yes.
0: It's so difficult to say, hey, man, you can do it.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. It, It's, you know, it's so difficult to show some support. And Much easier to be, to be yeah, mean to people. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely, man. And that's why I wanted to do this. I just, like, I don't look for people who have large followings. I don't look for people who are trying to be a public fi- figure or influence. You know, I just want to see somebody. I just want to talk to somebody that's trying to get their life together and yeah. wants to do something and just yeah. needs that support. Or just need somebody to say, "Hey, you can fucking do it,
2: mm.
0: dude." You you you'd be surprised how many times I inbox somebody on DM, or I like their pick, or I comment, "You're fucking doing awesome. You're doing a great job." Or scratch that when I when I say it in person, they look at me sideways, look at me like I'm like I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I
1: know what you mean. If I got the same thing, I'd always be like. What? like you don't have anything mean to say to me
0: no you're weird yeah <laughs> you're, you're weird why am i weird
1: oh my god that's so funny man yeah people <laughs> so, like condition that take just all the the it's just the world is it's a it's a hard place it creates hard people you know yeah people, it's hard people don't have their and it's just it's a sad reality but you know, it is, it does hit some people the right way. Sometimes that's what they needed to hear.
0: Yeah, man. And look at me, wrong. I could be a dick, man. You know, oh, yeah. they, <laughs> they, there's that saying, if you have nothing nice like to say, don't say it. Yeah. But if you're going to say something, make sure it's devastating. It's, it? It makes, it's clever and devastating. Oh,
1: clever and devastating. I never it, heard of them.
0: Yeah, from. I saw it. Um, I follow this, this photographer. She's very talented. Her name is Julia uh, Warren. And she posted it up. And I, I saw that shit, like, my mind just blew. And I look at my son and like, that's what I'm going to teach you. But that's, yeah. that's me right there. I'm going to tell you some real shit to make you think.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and, and most of the time, I just try to be a goofball. Yeah. You know, I, I realize that I, you know, I can't, you can't take yourself too serious, man
1: oh man that's another one of those that's definitely a number two and three it's like people take they can't take they can't laugh at themselves i mean i don't know what it. i don't know what it is i i've like tried i'm thank god you know that i'll be blessed with that gift to be able to just laugh at my and be like ah, whatever
0: yeah i i've i've i um i just like i said I, it's something that i'm slowly trying to learn you know like i like i said i grew up in a very difficult environment you know like, the word gangster was real.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. It's, it's, this ain't no movie. It was real. You know? Yeah. uh DEA, uh, fucking feds. It it was real. Yeah. And, you know, everything re- was respect. And, you know, I, as I got an older, like, I'm blessed to say, like, it's not that serious. And I don't want it to be that serious, you know? And that's why, like... I one another reason I joined jujitsu because like it helps me self-control. Mm. You know, like you're going, you know, essentially you're becoming an assassin to choke somebody out, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah,
0: your goal is not to do it. Mm-hmm. It's to be able to control the situation, control your emotion, control your body, control the environment. Mm. So that doesn't that's not even an option. So it's more intellectual chess. Yeah. And, and I find that so, I find that so like, it hits me right here, man. Like it, it feeds my soul and shit.
1: Now, dude, this is definitely philosophical and like a yeah. deep way. Yeah. It, there's more to it than just, Oh, now we know, yeah, you know how to fight. You
0: know? Yeah, man. I, I started, like I, I started watching the old, you know, now that I have, I'm doing, it, I have a better understanding. I, I I try looking. I tr- I do a lot of research on the on the 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 OGs, the older people, the older gentlemen, like um like uh fucking Hansel Gracie, mm-hmm. uh Krong uh, Krong 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 Gracie, right? He's the son of uh thing Hansel something like that. I'm, I apologize for my listeners, and my and my viewers. I'm watching the name hor- horribly, um, mm-hmm. but he's the son of a one of a great guys that jujitsu. And I look at him, he he does everything old school. He doesn't try to go and and do these complicated moves that these these flashy moves that has gone throughout the years. You know, people have evolved and it's all flashy and, you know, triangles and arm bars. He goes, you know, old school, straight to the point. chokehold, Boom. Got it. While everybody's trying to complicate doing these moves, he goes, hmm. Straight for the for, for the chokehold with something that his father is st- stole upon him, mm. and I gravitate that so much, man, so much, you know, and that's life. It's the struggle, yeah. then a calm, then the struggle, and then a calm, and, mm. and you gotta, you know, you gotta pick your poison. Which one you want to enjoy? Yeah, you know, like. I, lo- I love jujitsu ju- because it's, it's, I feel calm in the chaos.
1: Mm, yes. I, I think feel, of that, uh, that like biblical I, scripture. There's yeah. like some biblical word. It was like, uh, I think it was like Jesus said, peace, be still. Like something. Mm-hmm. While and it's like, I agree. I feel thinking like, oh, what does that mean? What is it? And it's just like, you just walk through some crazy shit and like, it's just peace, you know? Yeah, like, man it's not really even happiness all the time. It's like, I think the feeling to be attaining is peace. Yeah. For real.
0: Like we were, we were rolling the other day and you would try to hit me with an armor and I would just sit still. Yeah. Sit still. <laughs> and that frustrates us. It doesn't matter if you're a black belt, or white belt frustration because like yeah. for, for you to get to point B, you need me to do something in point A. Oh, yeah. But if I'm mm-hmm. calm in the struggle, the only person here struggling is you. I'm, was, I'm I'm calm and collecting the chaos.
1: Yeah. Right? I need you to make a mistake first before I can do it. Yes.
0: And that's chess. I can't play it for shit. I'm stuck at the game. <laughs> but yeah. essentially, that's what it is.
1: That's what it is. Yeah.
0: And, that's and it. you know, that's why these chess games take fucking four or five hours when you're in one of these competitions.
1: Yeah. No, nah, but it's I think the world is like redefining what it means to be a man and like that's why people like Joe Rogan are popular, Jordan Peterson, David Goggins, even you men like I get like this has this has an this has an audience and a purpose. It's like cuz especially for men, I think men are lost. They they don't fight, they don't know, they don't read, they're not they're stupid like and they're just like getting like beat down like in every facet of life. Yes, like, man. Yes. Need, they need other men to talk to them and be like that's what it's like now because like the world is uh, F it's a, I mean, God, I'm glad I have two sisters and not two brothers. Cause it's like, if I had two brothers, I know they'd be born into this pornography, crazy shit. Yeah.
0: And it's, um, but it's, it's, that's on us. We, yeah. we, we, you know that's one thing I've learned that it's so easy to point fingers, but it's nearly impossible to take responsibility for yourself. And that right there is on us because, me as a man, sometimes it's difficult to find the words to speak yeah. and describe what I'm feeling. You see, like, like, when a man tells a story, it's where, what, and who, and what happened. Mm-hmm. Basically, when a, mom- when a woman tells your story, it's emotions, there's a lot of detail, description, yeah, how she felt, how the person felt, how they felt about the situation. It's a whole book. You know, I'm giving you more a comic book with some words and an image. They're yeah. giving me a, a fucking novel with a bunch of fucking uh, a book, a bunch of fucking uh, chapter. That's something that happened in five minutes. Mm. That's why they're so fucking smart.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: you know, and, and it's on us that we're not able to communicate that. Mm. But as soon as we start communicating and speak to you and whatever, now we, we're, we're gay. Oh, yeah, we're a little bitch, you know, it's not from being gay, but that's how men describe men.
1: That's what I say. Yeah.
0: So, you know, if I'm not
1: there,
0: yeah, if I'm not fucking bashing shit in or blowing shit up, then you won't pay mine to me.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, but if I'm trying to talk to you, you totally ignore me. And yeah. that's the problem. We have to do a better job, communicate. Because women know how to communicate, they'll fucking flush you a tsunami wave of emotions. we don't know how to under, we don't know how to fucking gravitate to that. We get overwhelmed, oh, we get fear. Mm-hmm. you know and and being a man, man, is it depends where you're at. It depends where you're at in life. It, it depends where you're at, where you're living. Because being a man in Africa, is totally fucking different being a man over here. yeah. You know, you know, it's only thing one thing in common is if you're a man and you're married and you have kids, you go to be a provider. Yeah. And growing up, you know, when I used to see that, it's I'm a provider. Here's the check. I'm going to take 50 bucks. I'm going to drink and that's it. Don't talk to me. Don't bother me. For me, it's not that for me it's here's a check. What do you need help with? You need a, you need to take a five minute break, 10 minutes, an hour, fucking five hours a break from my son because you've been here all day. That's my job. You need help cleaning the house? That's my job. You need help cooking? That's my job. You need me to help doing laundry? That's my job. There's some days that that, you know, being an operation manager, I w- I was gone nearly. I used to leave at six o'clock in the morning to come out at eight o'clock at night. And what do you need help with? Need you need him help me with the baby get ready for for bed. Need something to eat. You know. Yeah. It's is uh it's being a jack of all trades.
1: Yeah. No, uh, I I've heard all this just as like someone who's trying to figure it all out now. But like I've been thinking of this question too as you keep talking about. It. It's like I wonder like what it's even like to have a kid. You know, like you know, I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. Who me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know <laughs> what that is like. That almost is like another, like, I feel like almost like a, you can't even tell, I I feel that separates, you know, people entirely, you know?
0: I'm going to tell you what I've learned. And, you know, I'm going to say this before, you know, the internet exclusionized me, right? I'm open (laughs) to being wrong. but as long as you're able to educate me respectfully, I'm open to being wrong, right? So being a dad, being a father, for me, it's the is that pinnacle of life, bro. It's the best fucking thing I've ever had. It's, you know, it's when I walk in the door and he's, he's bro. He's this. I've never felt that somebody's so happy to see me. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: it's awesome.
0: But it goes back to that saying that everything in life that's worth it is going to come hard. Because my son's autistic, you know, my 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 son gets in these rampages, man, that will oh, go on for hours, mm. and it's difficult to maintain. You know, you you feel sometimes you want to blow your hat. It's not easy, but when he's calmed down and we're able to calm him down and everything's okay, it's beautiful. Mm. It's con- it, it being a dad is constantly for me, right? In my journey is um constantly
2: evolving in progress. You know, if I want
0: my son to respect me, I need to respect my son. If I want my son to give me uh give me my place as a father, I need to give him his place as a person. It's not all the time yelling and giving pow powers or, or putting in time out it's sitting down have dog explaining to him why is it wrong because these are important things you need to start your kid developing so they can understand so when we they get mature and teenager right and they're going through all these fucking hormones like we went through mm-hmm. we have installed him listening and understanding and dialogue and it could be the transition can be much easier and not such an emotional com- uh roller coaster because you got to remember, I'm not sure, you've been, like, growing up, you used to tell don't do this, don't do that. Yeah. And, and we got, we, we got the parent got used to tell them, used to, don't do this, don't do that. As they grow older, the kid, me, I just got angry. Why do you want me to do this? I don't understand. And then when you take out your time and realize and try to explain to me, I don't want to understand. It's too late. I'm already a grown man. You can't, you can't teach old dog new tricks. hmm so you need to, you know, at least for my son, you know, I sit down, you know, when I bathe him, when I'm rocking him to sleep, when we're chilling in the couch, when I'm playing with him, when his planes, I talk to him. You know, I, I sometimes I, I don't even know if he understands me. But I'm being real with him. You know, mm-hmm. like right now, my biggest, you know, my biggest thing is that he's not speaking and I have to put him in, a, in, in school. And God forbid something happens to him and he's not able to say because he's not speaking. You know how scary it is. Yeah. Like I'm as I'm now me and my wife are trying to install him that like no matter if you're good, wrong or right, no matter what happens, we have to give that open door where you could come and talk to me. You never have to feel like we're giving you, you. You have to hide something from us.
2: Yeah.
0: You have to install that. And as parents, that's why I said we have to grow, grow forward in progress because, you know, if they do something crazy, we can't always jump to reaction. We have to get the info and then make the decision what's, you know, on what happened, whether you're right or wrong. So, you know, that's one of my biggest fear. And I'm just, you know, every day I try to be like you, 1% try to be a little better. Every day I try to be a little better, better father. You know, because at some point we got we gotta accept as a parent, we're gonna fuck up our kids no matter what. There's something you did that you think it wasn't that bad, or or you're gonna fuck them up no matter what. It's always something. Yeah. It's always something. You can't help <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, you know, you you might have, you know yeah, you might have not given the right food, and that's it. That from that point, he doesn't want to eat that food. And yeah, no. Like <laughs> that's facts. That's yeah. facts, you know.
2: Yeah, that's and true. um
0: that's how it is every day i wake up trying to be a little better you know like um the other day he fell and he scratched himself and because uh i had a meeting i was sending a lick to do you know like i do send the link and i i wanted to do it quickly that for one second i didn't i didn't um I wasn't paying attention. He falling and he scraped himself. And I, I, you know, I literally beat myself up for that. Because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm always saying, I'm you know, always these fucking phones on these phones. And one moment, I'm on the fucking phone. Yeah. I, 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 I you know, Thank God it was something small and I got serious. But it's just an eye opener. Now I know that this is when, I'm, when it's me and him, when it's daddy and son time, when we're playing, that's all. That's all I want. It's me and him. Now, when mommy's involved, now it's my job communicating. Hey, mommy, I need to do something. Can you can you entertain why I go do something? So you know, him falling at her like the last time doesn't occur. So big communication. It's it's fucking ninety per nine
2: percent of
0: things of trying to be a good parent.
2: Mm.
0: You know, and that's what I try to do every fucking day, man. It's mm. hard. It's difficult and sometimes it feels like you know, then having a good support system. If you if you like, first of all, if one thing the pandemic has done it, it's show you, you know, you, me, or anybody realize uh what kind of partner they have. Mm. If you do not have a good partner, see, you probably won't have a good uh, a good time being a parent because this this pandemic has shown taught us to show our true colors and if you can't survive through a pandemic life or death you're definitely not going to survive uh, having a, a child with somebody because it's 50-50 it's, it's 100-100 it's it's something you have to be united and 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 in team and sick sync, in synced with because a kid will try to play you literally it's like, mommy said, no, you go to daddy. Daddy said, yes, mm-hmm. like, you know, that, that's real. Yeah, so you, 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 you definitely have to be in sync. Yeah, you that's your teammate. And that's something that doesn't ha- happen overnight. It takes time and dedication. Boom, boom, boom. I would try and ever until you get it. And by the time you get it, you'll be lucky that when it's his team, you're a, you're able to team up with somebody and assess the situation but mm-hmm. is having a good partner if you have family like if 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 you and your mom and your parents have a good relationship with you and your wife and you you need to get out to you know just have a night date out day night or whatever so you and your spouse can get in sync and you have that support that's even better you know it's, my son is four, and since he was born, it's just me and my wife. Me and my wife. There's, wow. been, there's been no so family support. There's going to be no babysitting, especially in the pandemic hit. Just me and her. You know, sometimes it's hard for us to, to, to reconnect because 90% so much stress with businesses uh, create, uh, raising a child and other things. It's, you know, when you're in a stressful environment, it's hard to, uh, reconnect in any relationship. But you have that support system. I mean, you have somebody you can trust. You know, like it's hard for me because I don't, I don't trust. If I would, if I don't trust nobody when I was, uh, uh, single and had no kids, I definitely don't trust nobody now that I have a kid.
2: Mm, yeah. That's time and effort. Yeah.
0: That's, 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 that's my future.
2: Mm. That's
0: my investment. You know, if you look at it business-wise, that's my pride and joy. Mm. You know? Especially like you said, you know, the time we're in is so fucked up. Oh, You're yeah. people's minds, you know, I'm very skeptical to leave my son with anybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm very over- overprotective. Um, but if you even have that support, I'll make it a lot more easier and make it even more fun.
2: Mm. You know, uh, like having support is, it's
0: probably the best thing you can have if, if you're thinking of having a kid. But if you're doing a dolo solo, you know, on some kind of hardship, one bad one room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right?
2: Yeah.
0: It's hard. And there's a lot of single mothers they have two or three kids in America and it's difficult yeah. for them. That's why they're so tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I probably have more advice to give you, but that's what I got so far.
1: That's amazing, man. Now it's amazing. I'll never forget that ever, especially as someone in a company who definitely wants to have kids one day. I feel yeah. that's the powerful advice I've ever gotten about the subject.
0: And, and yeah, man, enjoy them. Dude, Sunday, this Sunday that passed was like, like I define happiness in moments, right? Because living that life, you want to be always happy. It's like you're gonna go crazy because it's gonna get boring. You need some type of up and down. You need that shit, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I had the most happiest moment of my life. I was in the park, Liberty State Park. I was my son, my wife. And yeah, he was running with that green grass. Just running, like going crazy, being free. And my wife was just blowing bubbles, and he would just go cool, and like, and, I, and, and, yeah, I took a moment to let that shit sink in, bro. Like, I think I nearly cried.
1: That's a beautiful thing. And, man, that's a beautiful thing. And,
0: like, you know, I said, this is why I wanted to get married. This is why I wanted to have kids. This, this moment like this, can okay, able to enjoy that. Because you got to remember, like, you become a parent. You know, if you're not, if, if you don't come from a wealthy parents or you're not in a position in life that, you, you know, you could take months off and still make
2: money, right? Bill's still got to get paid. Mm-hmm. The rent's due. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you still have to go out and deal with fucking people's shit for a regular paycheck.
2: Yep. You know, and, and you're not going to have time for your kid. So, like, um it's fucking difficult.
0: So, in that moment, like, you know, it gave me, like, a reset. Boom. Right? Sometimes we need that reset. And, you know, it's like, that's why I wanted to get married. That's That moment is why I wanted to have kids. Mm. And they're special moments.
1: Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't have to be that long or it be, you know, something grand, something significant, just, something, just that small little thing.
0: Yeah. That's, you know, like uh, I think you said earlier in the conversation, like just small things sometimes make a big difference.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I wish people knew. But I, I think people know that. I don't think people understand it. Like they, they've heard that before. But when they understand that and they say, yeah, all right. Just yeah. a small little, just small little tiny thing today.
2: And yeah
0: time if you had time you were rich Time oh, yeah. is. <laughs>
2: amen
0: time and time, man, time. E- enjoy your time wisely you know i grew up like i said i grew up with older people i grew up i have an old uh, old soul because i grew up with old people
1: that's a good thing
0: yeah and i was able to understand time so, well, they, you know, they, like my grandfather, God rest his peace and soul, man, he he would sit down uh, in the, uh, like, a rocking chair in the porch all fucking day. But that was, like, the best time of his life. He, wow. worked, he worked so fucking hard and provided support for so fucking many people in my family. That him saying peace and quiet rocking back and forth bro that was the best time of his life Mm. and he enjoyed every fucking minute of it every minute of it you know you you worked so hard and now you're able to enjoy the fruits of your labor
1: yeah wow i wish we had more respect for older people here because in japan other asian countries they know how much wealth of knowledge they have so every time my grandma, she's, like, developed, she's in the beginning, uh, she's, like, 90 years old, beginning stages of Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. But I still try to listen to her, you know, anything she's got to say because it's just, like, you know, this is her whole lifetime. I can't even think. Like, 24 years old feels like a long time for yeah. me. You know? People are like, I have nothing to compare it to, but it's, like, I, I love it when people are like, they're 40, 50. They're like, oh, you're so young. I'm, like, but I'm just, like, that's why I love learning from these people. 90 oh, years you, old. You,
0: you want to gain knowledge? Go work at a senior living. Oof, yeah. That's that's going to it's going to break your fucking heart. I used to work at the senior living and you had people with money, people who travel the world, people who've won Grammys. Wow. <laughs> never going. to They never visit them. They get treated like shit. And like, like, I was, like when you got money. You, they have, like, properties on the sh- uh, 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 on the facility where you live, like, if you're living in your own house called Villas. And, like, if your money starts to go, you know, your money starts to go away little by little, the little the box you go in. So you went from this house, now you went to a room. Oh. And then the room gets smaller until so you end up in, in a room that only fits one bed. Wow. And then you end up fucking in the dirt. In a smaller room.
1: Yeah. That's no way to treat somebody, you know, especially someone that lived that, a rich life like that.
0: Yeah, but it's, you know, let's go back to that thing that like you live your life focused on money, you know, and you, you forgot everything around you. And you're, you're so good to see, earn money, big money, because that, when you grow up, that's what told you you need money. You, yeah. you, you, lost, you lost the worth in anything and you think you could buy anything with money and you can't. Yeah, and you lost everything. I,
1: I pray we don't abandon our traditions and lose because I've I've been listening to these uh, biblical lectures uh, recently, and I I realize that people, as much as they love to criticize these like you know religious fundamentalists, it's like the way that we're trending in our society might make these religious fundamentalists seem completely sane by comparison. If we mm-hmm. just abandon our old people, if we just fall we fall to seduction for not all this like craziness, and we like you know alter our bodies in horrible crazy ways it's like we do all these tons of things we'll make uh will make those like and it's not to say like the right or wrong but it's like we'll make them literally seem like everything they were doing was just like so much more sane it's just like we're going towards a, a crazy crazy path man yeah
0: i've I read uh, on instagram see now the news now you get on instagram right
2: yeah no. <laughs> i know um <laughs> i saw
0: somebody posted um uh, the uh Russia dropped uh
2: the U.S. dollar. Oh, just uh, uh, Yeah,
0: like the 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 wars coming to an end.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a lot is happening all at once. It's too yeah. much information. It's it's we're in the pick and choose, pick and choose what's important to you. Pay attention. It's like it's pretty. It's usually the simple things. Just yeah,
0: an and, and just keep stock and live life. If people just let live their life, you know, you, you got... Well, you should know because you're a journalist. You you get this shit all day, every day. You got these people that you go meet, down through the fucking rabbit hole.
1: You meet some crazy people. <laughs> yeah,
0: and they go yeah. through a rabbit hole and, like, they get, like, schizophrenia and some shit, like...
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah.
0: And just like I, I used to get like that. Like, uh, I, I, at one point, I think, not too deep, I just started listening to like, like I find it like entertaining to hear that shit.
1: You oh, know? at this point, I mean, I had a family dinner the other, uh, like maybe a few weeks ago, and I was like, what people aren't like thinking at least somewhat conspiratorial minded. And to be honest, it's not really a bad word. I don't see it as like a negative. It's mm-hmm. like the world, you see all the stuff that's going on, you see all the information, all the outpouring of stuff, like. How are you not going to think? You know that's. It's just things are just weird, crazy, out of hand, and corrupt. It's. It is. It is that way. And I it's mean, always been that way. It's oh, I know. I think that too. A lot of times, like am I twenty-four? Like we're other people thinking this, you know, like fifty years ago. And I think it's like, or is this like moment special? Cause I know everybody always like to say like this moment in time is special, and it's like really, if you do examine history, you do find there's like a through line of just. So, Bill, you got to be stable even through all
0: the craziness. Like, let let me ask you something, right? So, Ken, like, I want to bring to you like another perspective, right? So, you know, everybody's like uh, they're so obsessive owning shit and and protective, and like people with money, right? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And like, I want to ask somebody different, right? So, like, if you were a person, right, that had nothing. And you slowly build this fucking billion-dollar empire. And you slowly build these all these connections. And you're, you're influenced by trauma and heartbreak. All right? And you get to a point that, you know, I don't want to say the president, but you're, you're some powerful influence. And every day, you get people trying to threaten you and take away everything you ever build and whether on with the understand that you're only doing this because you want them a better life right But every day you train somebody trying to demolish everything you build
2: so now you get defensive being all that said right wouldn't you f- feel the same thing
0: as let's say i don't know who's a fucking inf- billy down influencer like you know Elon like, or- like, like Eli musk right where do you get defensive like he will get defensive and start influence you know people in higher power to be- find a better way like because of me like when i'm earned like i tell people i don't like people coming to my house right everything in there i fucking work my ass for I'll be damned if somebody try to get that shit, take some that shit away from me, right? Yeah, I'll be yeah. damned.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's the same concept of somebody who's a billionaire mm-hmm. that is influenced by tra- trauma and fear.
2: Yeah,
0: right. If you know, I had people coming at me and taking shit, try to take shit away from me. I feel the same fucking way. Mm. So. I guess my question, if you if if you were um, gone through the similar things after somebody that has become a billionaire, wouldn't you feel the same way?
1: So you say in terms of people, like, revolting or in terms of people, like, changing the social, like, fabric to, like, better suit them than the billionaires? Is that yes. what you're saying?
2: Yeah.
1: Got it. To, like, okay. Yeah, I... I it's a the thing, and it's like, uh, and I know it's like, it's weird. It's like, especially going to college now, it's like people are very quick to uh, like say they love socialism, they love mar- Marxism, and it makes sense to like, you know, like everything you earn, like the, yeah, give it, yeah, I'm not that way at all. I'm like, and I came from a college, and it's weird to like think that this is all that is college, in my opinion, now. It's just espousing those kind of perspectives. Because on paper, sure, they make, it's like you want people to just like, you know, be close together, you want people to, uh, you want people to basically just, uh, you'd be like a family, like a giant family, but really, and I get this a lot from the Bible too, which I've been reading a lot lately, it's just like, your family is like an intermediary thing, it's like a very tight-knit thing, you don't make you don't try to change the world before you change yourself and you change your brother and you change your father and you change, you don't, I can't change the entire system. And I think people look at it in a reverse way now where it's like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, they're complete scumbags. They're capitalists. They must've killed a bunch of people to get where they're at. Mm-hmm. And so We need to reverse the system to make it a better place without them thinking first, let me just get out of bed, make myself a stronger person, strengthen my family and then go from there so i think a lot of it is like you got to look at things in the particular and not look at things in this huge wide conglomerate because once you look once you generalize somebody you can you can like kill them almost i can say Elon Musk is part of the rich uh he's a he's part of the white patriarchy and that's my problem even with black people in general it's like a lot of black a lot of my you know relatives it's just like it's like let's get particular, Let's just like try to fix our own fam- family problems. Yeah. You know, like we got people with diabetes. We got people like in my family. I got people that lost their foot, you know, because of diabetes and all this shit. And all we want to do is like credit, and it's like fine. These places not- do You know,
0: you know what? What's the problem with that? Right there
1: mm-hmm.
0: is that you have. You know, it's devastating when you when you come to realize you can only save yourself. You know, you could take a, a horse to, to water to, to drink water, but you can't make them drink water. Yes. Right? So the same thing comes with families, the same and the same thing comes with friends. Like, like I'm gonna give you like Dream Inspired Tame example. You you know how many times I've tried to inspire people to fucking do shit. But it's like, you know, they had knocking on wood. You mm-hmm. know? And, and like I had this this I had this, I'm not gonna say a name, but I had this meaningful conversation yesterday with somebody it's very important for me um but you know despite this, the person doesn't want to get their shit together right i told him like you know have you ever read rich dad poor dad
1: yep well right? so
0: what me too so one of the lessons <laughs> one of the lessons uh they teach is like um just because you have money you can't come and invest with me because i'm on a higher level
2: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
0: Same thing. If if I'm getting myself out of the gutter, I'm trying to take you with me. Come with me. But I'm here. If I'm here dragging you with me, now you just become that weight because you're not getting it. Yeah. So now you know I can't save. You. I gotta save myself, and that's what people say. Now you're selfish. Now you're a piece of shit. Blah blah blah. And they don't see that all this time. I, I've been trying to get you with me. So now you go and save yourself and you become something of value within society, the world, blah, blah, blah. Right yeah. now is either, they want you to come down to them and help them
2: mm-hmm.
0: or they want, they want, they want to live off of you.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. It's
0: like, just us take example of Nipsey Hussle. He was an icon with his community, but the people in his in his community was the one who killed him. Oh yeah. Right? So why? So like, you know, I don't want to go back to where I came from. That's why I'm here. That was the goal to get out where I'm coming from. So now you're here. And now you're here. Now you're on another level. You can't return to where you were because there's no benefit. The benefit to them, there's no benefit to you. Because everything you work for now is going to waste it's, it's like if you go back to at what's an asset and and liability, you have no assets, yes. you're not gaining off this you everything is going out 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 enough to coming in yeah so that's the problem it's it's the point of view is your everybody has a view you' right. So we're not seeing the very same you, seeing different. If, you, if, if I'm trying to be kind to you, right, somebody looking on this side sees the same thing, but they say something devastating to them. But, yeah, you're only being kind, and the other person saying you're doing something wrong.
1: Yeah. No, it's broken people fixing broken people, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are time and places when I think, Day, but I'll go back to you another uh, biblical scripture. I feel like I, I I just been reading it a lot lately. You've been
0: dropping bombs. Like, Hallelujah.
1: <laughs> so I heard this one. It's tough. It's like, because everything's all like Bible, it must have been like all this PC, you know, shit, but they had one that said, don't cast pearl among swine. And it's just like, you don't give pearls to you know pigs, basically. It's like, if someone isn't ready for to get themselves out of the muck and you're just throwing things at them, what are you mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're honestly, you're the idiot then at mm-hmm. that point. And it's like something you learn in lifeguard training too. When you try to save someone while you're swimming, you kick your legs out so that they can, so that you don't, they don't drown you because you know you're going to save yourself first before they, it, like you're not going yeah. like, oh, to, my Back, take my back, and then drown us both. Mm-hmm. It's like you do you do it with the legs because not you want them if they're going to drown you, you know if they're going, someone's going to die. Then it's going to be you're not going to. It's going to
0: be them because of them.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's like, there are time and places, but man, people are so much more, with, especially with self-help books, which, you know, like 99% of them, like David Goggins says, like they're useless. It's like, people are so, and the, they're, they're written by broken people. They're written by people that don't even have any like uh, facet of like what things are going on, what people are dealing with. And they try to fix you and you're they're broken themselves. And they have, and they're just doing, I don't know, for whatever reason, but it's like, you don't, it's not, that's not what even the, even the Bible, like the book that I mm-hmm. think, would like reach out and you'd, you'd help people and you do all this stuff. It's like, no, focus on you, focus mm-hmm. on getting you right. Then focus on, then you can focus on getting your brother or sister right.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's, you know, everybody hates the man until it's time to become the man.
2: Mm, yep. Exactly. I,
0: I, like, it's the same thing for the government. Everybody hates the government until it's time for them to become a part of the government. <laughs> Right, you love,
1: they'll take the power. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, like yeah. I,
0: I, I've learned. I Like I, when I first got my actual manner, manager, manager spot, I was just a regular worker, as much as supervisor, right? Mm-hmm. Uh And you know, management, fuck managers. Oh, it's fuck management. And I'm here, like, yeah, I'm gonna help the people <laughs> and all this shit. me would be ignorant until so I got elected, and then I became management, so equivalent to everybody hates the man. Until we become the man. I became the man. Now I I started learning things that they shouldn't know, but then management knew. <laughs> <laughs> yep,
2: yep, yep, that's how it is. Yep. So
0: when certain ther- when certain things couldn't go through, it just couldn't go through.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So because you know, they saw, why are you not gonna do this? Now I became the person they elected and they love. I became the person. Fuck you, ain't doing shit. <laughs> Basically, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. And then, like, I soon realized, damn, I'm I'm up here. I'm making good pay. The shit's paying my mortgage. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it puts you it puts you in a in a hard predicament, and where, you know, it challenges your your views and values. So, like, am I going to continue saying, fuck, you know, fuck the man and not take this nice paycheck
1: <laughs> and, and
0: secure, <laughs> and secure this, this fucking paycheck that's going to that's gonna pay my mortgage, pay my bills, and give me something to save and probably help me get a house or mm-hmm. whatever? Or I'm going to continue say, fuck the people, because as soon as they don't get their way, they're going to forget about me. They're not going to mm-hmm. give a fuck about me. And I said, I'm going to stick with the people. And as soon as I, I stuck with the people, I got kicked out. They didn't give a fuck about me. They remember me. They support me. They help yep. me. Yep. So, you know, I enjoyed that life lesson.
1: You'd be a good politician. But, but I think that's what George Washington said. I think he said something along the lines, like a politician basically should a good, they should basically make their job like irrelevant. You know, it's like make you know. It's just like you shouldn't be the guy who's the people pleaser. You know, all the time. Like you got to be the guy that actually's in there and is willing just to like be with the people. You know, and that sometimes mm-hmm. might not be popular. And maybe the people won't even thank you for it. Maybe, maybe they might just completely turn their back on you. I think of like the Dark Knight too, bringing back to the Batman thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Dark Knight, he runs away. Everybody thinks he's a villain. It's like sometimes it's like. The being the hero is much more than just being the guy who's the most popular person.
0: Nah, I would rather be the bad guy. I like that.
1: <laughs> be the Joker.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, I still be Batman, but you know, I'll be the I'll bad be guy.
1: That, be like, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. No, that's it. It's like he runs away and nobody knows except him, and he doesn't even take it. I mean, damn, that's a powerful way to end the movie.
0: Yeah, and like they don't, they don't see, they don't see the efforts that he stopped something great. No, Some, you know. And stop something that was going to be devastating to them. They don't see that.
1: They hate them in the next movie. Everybody hates them.
0: So, <laughs> same concept.
1: Yeah, no, exact same concept. The, the life is just in frames. It's in yeah. frames that told in many different ways.
0: Yeah, it's yeah yeah. So, um, I went to my last question uh, before we end. Like, how the how did you get into magic? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> I saw you. I, I think one, set, one day at uh, Jiu I saw the cards. And then like my initial, I, the initial, I, I saw you, right? I met you at jujitsu. But then like, I'm always like looking on people's accounts because I, I, I want to get people to come on the podcast, you know, find everybody who's interested in doing do something. That's how I do. Uh, I do my research. And I found you and you got all these fucking like nice, awesome pictures and edits. And then and like, the motherfucker do magic. Got <laughs> some david blaine shit <laughs>
1: oh my god yeah that's a long that's a long story we have some interesting people that are in our jiu-jitsu class everybody i talked to there it's like damn they all got some crazy background, some crazy history so i love them but yeah magic man my roommate's actually a full-time uh, magician um and yeah school, yeah full-time magician he can blow your mind he's always modest about it but we could uh back in high school I like uh we became friends and he was like hey if you want to be my assistant you know like I'm, I'm working at gigs at like Rutgers and some other place. We we're in high school and at the time I wasn't even thinking like grand picture I was just thinking like all right yeah, I guess I'll go work at like parties and, Rut- and Rutgers and whatever I don't care and I just I didn't even think like how cool it was at the time and then like we were getting paid money to do it like we we're I didn't realize that we were like basically entrepreneurs back then I just mm. thought we were and he was teaching me magic on the side. I was learning on my own. And I was just like, okay, this is cool. And then once I realized that you could use it and you could, like, impress girls and, like, get phone numbers, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'll do this all the time. <laughs> our high school like, a magic school, man. Like, we had a bunch of magicians come out of that school, which is you, think is like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, but we had, like, probably 10 magicians, like, come out of our high school. And they all went That's into- dope yeah so after that i, I kept performing in college i go to bars and sometimes i perform and yeah i mean I, I mean i probably have had like two or three like relationships like start for me like showing a magic trick at one point and then it just turns into that's something. dope yeah <laughs> well,
0: when um when you have kids that's definitely be helpful
1: oh I, yeah oh yeah you're right yeah exactly it's definitely
0: right? you know just yeah. don't you know do the, the 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 no magic trick you know get to go pregnant and disappear
1: oh no that's not in my playbook man. oh shit that's not, yeah. damn man yeah that's i'm using that one too i will use that joke someday <laughs> yeah that's not in my playbook but yeah magic man that's that that's the wave dude i know and most people be like what especially like black i ran black guy before magic always be like funny but it was good times, man. Yeah, yeah for real. I will have a lot of deck cards every now and then. I have like three on my desk right now just to play with.
0: It, it, I know a lot of people like take cards and like use them like, like when they're nervous and anxious, they'll you know they'll use them to play to calm mm-hmm. them down.
1: Yeah, my little sister uh, she uses like fidget spinners and cards and whatnot. But honestly, I think she got turned off from the cards because she's like, "Oh, that's, you know, my older brother uses them too much. I don't want to be like him. He's a loser. Ah. <laughs> So she's 13, so she looks up to me and like everything I do. I'll go home be like, oh, you know, I was, I was out there hustling today. She's like, oh, you're just a loser. Don't talk to me. And I'm like, 13 year old, man. It's funny. It's funny to see kids grow up. And it's mm-hmm. funny to have like a little sister that young and like to like see her and realize the impact I got on her, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's That's dope, man. Um dude, uh, before we leave, tell the people they can find you at.
1: Oh man, the only place, like the one thing I got to plug is if you want, just like purchase my book, Mind and Muscle. I think if you type it in, it should pop up first thing on Amazon. Yeah, and uh, honestly, I think that's the the only thing I really would, would would love to plug. You know, go read that, and I hope it, I think it has a message that could change your life. So. That's
0: what's up, Mind and Muscles. Uh, many social media account, you can people can follow you and check you out. DM you?
1: Ah, uh, I'm not active uh, that much on my social media, but um i think on my twitter you know that's probably the best way to reach me it's afro reporter a-f-r-o-r-e-r-e-r yeah so afro reporter and uh mind and muscle yeah feel free i think uh yeah on there i check my my dms so there
0: There you go guys go hit them up uh thank you for joining me man it's uh been a pleasure
1: dude awesome man thanks so much
0: no problem man. peace i'm out